Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We should be shining lights in a dark place. We're living in a world that's lost its way. But today, Pastor Greg Laurie points out we have the help and hope the world desperately needs. This world is a very dark place, and it seems to be getting darker. And Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. We should be shining lights in a dark place, and you have to be shining brightly. This is the day when the lost are found. Have you ever been hangry, that's hungry and angry, all at the same time? It's when hunger affects your mood. Many people hunger for a relationship with God, but they're angry because they can't figure out how to satisfy their hunger. On A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie shows us how we have what they're looking for. And the closer we get to the return of Christ, the more urgent it becomes to share the love of God with people in our circle of influence. Let's learn more. everybody, let's all grab our Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 12. And the title of my message is, Things to Do Before the End of the World. Now for the sake of an illustration, let's just say it was revealed to me by God that Jesus Christ was coming back tomorrow at three o'clock in the afternoon. Now we know that could never happen because Jesus said no man knows the day of the hour when the Son of Man comes. But for the sake of this illustration, let's say we knew, you knew, we all knew, Christ was coming back tomorrow at three o'clock p.m. I am sure that we would all look like saints at 2.45. We'd have our Sunday smile and that come quickly Jesus attitude. But here's my point to you. Should we not live every day with that very attitude? We should live every day as though it were the day when Christ will come. Someone once went up to the great evangelist D.L. Moody and said, Moody, If you knew the Lord would return tonight, how would you spend the rest of the day? Moody, without hesitation, replied, quote, I wouldn't do anything different than I do every day, end quote. That's how we all ought to be living. And I think as we've talked about the end times together, we've been trying to emphasize the fact that if we really believe this, and I do, and I know many of you do as well, it will impact us in the way that we live. Let me turn that around. If it's not impacting you in the way that you live, do you really believe it? I think sometimes we can study Bible prophecy and completely miss the point. Reminds you of a story of an old man that was walking along, and he was uh, down by a little lake and he suddenly heard a voice say, hey you, come over here and kiss me and I'll turn into a beautiful princess. He's like, who said that? He looks around, didn't see anyone, thought he was hearing things. Again, he hears the voice say, hey you, come over here and kiss me and I'll turn into a beautiful princess. Still he's looking, who said that? Finally the third time he looks and it was a frog who said, hey you, kiss me and I'll turn into a beautiful princess. The old man reached down and carefully picked that frog up and put it in his shirt pocket. 
and started to walk away. And the frog said, didn't you hear what I said? I said, kiss me and I'll turn into a beautiful princess. The old dude said, at my age, I'd rather have a talking frog. And that's how it can be. Talk about missing the point. And we can miss the whole point of Bible prophecy. Okay, so let's read some scriptures together. Turn in your Bible to Luke chapter 12. Here now Jesus is telling us how we ought to be living and what we ought to be doing as we anticipate the imminent return of Christ. Uh, Luke 12 verse 36. Jesus says, Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning as though you are waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast. And then you will be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. And I tell you the truth, says Jesus, he himself will seat them and put on an apron and serve them and sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. But understand this, Jesus adds this warning now. If the homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would not permit his house to be broken into. So you must be ready all the time for the Son of Man will come when least expect it. Now we read these verses and maybe they don't make complete sense to us. We're dealing with first century culture and we're trying to figure it out in the 21st century. This is a description of a classic first century Jewish wedding. Back in the old days, in the really old days, in Bible times, a wedding could go on for days and even a week. And here's the kind of fun element of it. You didn't know when the groom was coming. So everyone would be ready. Everyone would be dressed and there might be an announcement in the morning, in the afternoon, or even the evening, which would be, behold, the bridegroom is coming. Snooze, you lose. If you don't wake up, you miss the wedding. So Jesus is taking this familiar picture that the people would know about and applying it to how we should be waiting for the Lord's return. So Let's explore some things we should do before the end of the world. If you're taking notes, here's point number one. We should be shining lights in a dark place. We should be shining lights in a dark place. Look at verse 35. He says, be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning. Uh, the New King James Version translates it as follows. Let your waist be girded and your lamps be burning. What does that even mean? Well, to have your waist girded, would, um, well, they wore these long flowing robes, right? So when they wanted to move, they would pull the robe up above their knee and cinch in the belt to give them freedom of movement. So when we read the phrase that you should have your waist skirted, it would mainly be saying, tighten your belt, uh, be ready to go. And to have your lamps burning would mean you would have sufficient oil in them. Basically, this is a first century flashlight. Here's my phone. I've got my flashlight on. So I light my way in the dark with my flashlight. And in the same way, I light my way in the dark with this lamp. So when we read about having oil in your lamps, the wick would float around. So if the oil was gone, the lamp would not give light. So you had to keep oil in the lamp. So you had to be ready. That is a real idea that's being communicated here. And you have to be shining brightly. This world is a very dark place. And it seems to be getting darker. 
And Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. You know, when I let my light shine, I effectively earn the way to share the gospel. In other words, when I do a good deed in the name of Christ, I get an opportunity then to talk about Jesus. And I think it's a big mistake when we do a good deed and we don't follow up. I was out having lunch with a couple of friends the other day and my friend who treated us uh, gave a very generous tip uh, to the waitress and she thanked him and I said, why don't you tell her why you gave her that tip? You gave it to her because of your love for Jesus Christ. And he said, that's right. And that opened up an evangelistic conversation. So go do good things in the name of the Lord and let your light shine in this dark place. Be ready, Jesus is saying. Number two, we should be watching for him. We should be watching for him. Verse 37, blessed are those servants whom the master when he comes will find watching. All around us right now are signs of the times. I believe the coronavirus pandemic is a sign of the times. I believe the violence in the streets of our nation and world are a sign of the times. We're going to see continued unrest in the Middle East. It's only a matter of time before a conflict breaks out there again. You're going to see another terrorist attack. It's only a matter of time till something like that will happen. These are all signs of the times. And so we ought to be reading the newspaper in one hand and holding the Bible in the other. Again, what does Jesus say? When you see these things begin to happen, look up for your redemption is drawing near. Great to have you with us today. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. He's the Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, USA. And he's offering some important insights for us last day's believers in his message, Things to Do Before the End of the World. Let's continue. Point number three, we need to be ready to go. Ready to go be with the Lord. You know, when I go on a trip, I always pack the night before and uh, I tend to overpack, I'll admit that. But I have everything on wheels now, so I figure I can just drag it behind me. But it's always good to have what you need for a trip. So when we're told in Scripture to gird our loins and have our lamps burn bright, that's just a King James way of saying, have your bags packed and your comfortable shoes on. So let me ask you this question. Are you ready to go meet the Lord? Let's say Jesus was going to come back today, or as I said earlier, three o'clock in the evening tomorrow. Would you be ready? Do you have your walking shoes on? Let me put it another way. Are you doing anything you would be ashamed to be doing if Christ were to return? I received a letter a while ago from a young lady that was working at a Planned Parenthood clinic in North Carolina. Her name is Crystal. And uh, she was involved in abortions being performed. In fact, her job after the doctor had done the abortion procedure, which is the murder of an unborn child, uh, she would reassemble the parts and put them together. Somehow she could do this and not think it was the worst thing ever, but she had a moment where she was listening to me on the radio. We're on the radio there in North Carolina. And she heard me make this statement. If Christ were to come back tonight, Are you doing anything you would be ashamed to be doing when he came? And immediately she thought of what she did for a living. 
uh, putting together the little body parts after the doctor had aborted the child. And so she quit her job and now she's involved in pro-life work. So we're thankful for that. But are you doing something you'd be ashamed to be doing if Christ were to come back? If so, you need to change that behavior. You need to be ready to go because we don't know when Jesus will come. Let me take it another direction. You don't know when death will come. Look, I know I'm going to get to heaven one way or the other, either through death or the rapture. Both are fine with me. It's like, am I going to get there by taxi or an Uber? Who cares? I'm going to get there. But the point is, always be ready. Live every day as though it were your last day because one day it will be. So periodically ask yourself the question, this place I'm about to go, this thing that I'm ready to do, would I be ashamed or embarrassed if I were doing this or at this place when Christ came back? If the answer to that question or those questions is yes, stop doing those things. We need to be ready. Point number four. We should not only be ready, but we should be anxiously awaiting His return. Again, don't just be ready. Be anxiously awaiting His return. Look at verse 36 here in Luke. Be like people who wait for their master, who when he returns from the wedding and knocks, they will open to him immediately. I used to have a dog, and he leaned against the door of my bedroom uh, and slept there every night. In fact, he was so close to the door that he would sometimes scratch and be like a, someone's knocking at my door and it was my dog. And when I would get up and open the door in the morning, because he was leaning against it, he would literally roll in to my room. And then he would start running around in a circle so excited. Happy days are here again because he's going to go on a walk, right? And so that's how we ought to be. We ought to be anxiously awaiting of the Lord's return. We can learn a lot from dogs. I saw a bumper sticker. It had kind of a funny statement. It said, Lord, make me the person my dog thinks I am. You know, isn't that true? Dogs are so non-judgmental. They just love you. Cats, they judge you all the time. Not dogs though. And so there's things we can learn with that anticipation, that excitement, that love for their master. But that's how we ought to be living, wanting the Lord's return. Wanting it. Not dreading it, wanting it. Point number five. We should not only be anxiously waiting, we should also be working. Look at verse 43. Blessed is that servant whom the master will find so doing when he comes. Doing. We're busy. We're about our father's business. The Bible says faith without works is dead. Watching for the Lord's return will help us prepare our own lives, but working will assure we bring others with us. And notice that it says, blessed is the person who does this. The word blessed is interchangeable with the word happy. So what it's really saying is if you live this way, if you live in constant anticipation of the imminent return of Christ, you will be a happy person. Listen to this. It's not a miserable, repressive, confining way to live as we look for Christ's return. It's happy, it's joyful, and it's purposeful. It is the way to live. Remember we discovered together that there is a special blessing promise to the person who reads, hears, and keeps the words written in the book of Revelation in particular. But I think for sure it applies to all of the scripture. But there's a special blessing. 
promise to the person who reads, hears, and keeps the words of Revelation, which to a large degree deals with end times events. So it's a good thing. It's a happy thing. It's a uh, encouraging thing to look at these things together. with some important encouragement today on having the right perspective on the return of the Lord. And there's more to come in this message as Pastor Greg continues with the finale to this series entitled End Times, Living Like Jesus Will Return at Any Moment. Join us for that tomorrow, right here on A New Beginning. Now, for a copy of today's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called Things to Do Before the End of the World. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.